0: If, if I believe His Word, the Bible says, He says in His Word, the Word is His, the church is whose body? His body, his body uh-huh. the fullness of Him that fills all uh-huh. in all. Uh-huh. That's, who, that's who you are. Yes, you belong to Him. Yes. So the devil has no authority, the the, the earth has no authority over you, death has no authority over you, the grave has no authority over you. He has all authority over you. And see, we've got to hear that. We've got to see that. We've got to know that. We've got to move into that understanding and live in it. Right. We, we live in the wrong understanding. We live in the understanding that we're an Earth man, and we're not. I, I've done a number of teachings. they're out. Of, I've put out a podcast. Uh, just started it recently, and, and it's at www. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm waiting Okay. Www. Why in Christ Jesus dot pod p o d b e a n pod bean like a bean <laughs> dot com do it again please w life life in Christ Jesus okay. dot pod bean p o d a pod like a pod bean b e a n dot com so there's about six I think six or seven Postings I've posted up there so far, and I'm going to uh, go through and make some edits to some of the other things I've done, and uh, and put them up there, and I'm getting ready to start working. I've been, been sharing in our local fellowship uh, on a couple subjects for a long time, and one of the subjects I've been sharing on is up there, which is heaven. I've been in, uh, teaching in heaven for some time, and I've also been teaching on the inner man for some time, so I'm getting ready to start Posting some sharings on the inner man, and one thing I ask people when they consider heaven: How often do they consider a lamb slain in the midst of the throne? When John saw into heaven in the book of Revelation, he, you know he saw him. In, he saw God in the midst of the throne, but chapter five, he saw a lamb having been slain. You ever considered that in heaven, a slain lamb? What, what hit me so hard in my heart as the Lord began to deal with me, He's been dealing with me for a couple years out of Isaiah, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. but the throne of God, the dominion, the reign of God. And, and so, so the two things I've said about heaven, do you, do you, when you think of heaven, do you consider it as God's throne? Do you consider a slain lamb in the midst of the throne? Is that your view of heaven? I'd say most of us would honestly probably say no. But but the Apostle Paul even, so So what the Lord showed me is Paul and John saw the same thing. I'm looking and so Paul is talking to uh, what King Agrippa, I believe, in, in the book of Acts. And he, and he said he was not disobedient to what? To the heavenly vision. And then in, in the book of Corinthians he says, I've determined to know nothing among you. Say, Jesus Christ and Him crucified. See, that was a heavenly vision. See, that's what John saw. John saw a lamb standing as if he had been slain having the seven spirits of God. And to me, that represented all the fullness of God in Christ. So, so the same thing Paul writes to the Colossians, that the fullness of the Godhead bodily is in Him, and you are and that's, that's so powerful just to hear that. The fullness of the Godhead bodily dwelleth in Him, and you are.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And you are complete in Him. In Him. See, see, see I, I come through the oneness teaching for many years, and I'm still that. But I come through, and so often I would apply that to just Jesus when He walked the shores of Galilee. But what I didn't see is the application to Him and His body. And God opened my eyes that the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwells in Him and you are complete in His fullness. Uh-huh.
1: Amen.
0: The church, like I quote earlier, which is His body, the fullness of Him that fills all in all. Well, how do I get there? Okay? Yeah. I read that. But how do I walk in that? How do I understand that? How do I... Grab a hold of that. Well, that may be a lifelong journey. (laughs) But hopefully the Lord will allow us to, or I believe the Lord will give us a word and ears and eyes to see that. Amen. Anyway, this morning, dealing with the want to deal a little bit with the inward man. Probably do the same tonight. But in in the book of Psalms, Eight in verse 3 Psalmist writes When I consider thy heavens the work of thy fingers the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained what is man? And And that's a question we've had Probably all our lives. Yeah. That's a question we get faced with, especially when we come to the Lord. Is what? what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou, made him, thou hast made him but a little lower. Now the American Standard says, lower than God. The King James says, lower than the angels. I've looked up the word. I don't have it right in front of me now, but I believe the actual word there is the same word as Elohim. So thou madest him a little lower than than God, and crowned him with glory and honor. Thou made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. So so God put the natural man over his work. That's a powerful thing to get. He put him over his work. That That was his natural work. So, so when He placed Adam in the garden, God had already done the work. Right. He had already finished the work. Mm-hmm. Right. sounds a lot like the Lord Jesus Christ, doesn't it? Yep. He had finished the work and He placed him into His work. So, so He considered man and He visited man. So, so now we come on down to Psalms. I want you to move on down to Psalms 51. I want to stop there, but i got to move on. Psalms 51 says... And this is a Psalm of David after the incident happened with Bathsheba. So David says in verse 5 of Psalm 51, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity. And in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth whereat? In the inward part. In the innermost being, the inward part, and in the hidden part. You will make me know wisdom. So so God began to deal with me about the inner man. And I've had different thoughts down through the years. And I've looked at things people have said. And I've had my beliefs and I've had my ideas. But when the Lord starts speaking with you, sometimes it gets bigger than your thoughts and your ideas. Well, usually all the time it gets bigger than your thoughts and your ideas. And so God started dealing with me what is this inward part, what is this inward man. And, and over in Peter's writings, and this isn't toward the ladies here, so don't no one misunderstanding me, but but I'm going to use this scripture in Peter. First Peter 3, 1 Peter 3.1, where he's where he's speaking to the ladies, and 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 you know, I'm I'm not a uh, how do I how do I properly say this? In Christ, that's it. I'm not this, that's good. In Christ, there's neither male, female, or Greek or Jew, but we know in the earth we have natural and we uh, man and woman. So in, in 1 Peter 3.1, it says, Likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may, without the word, be won by the conversation of the wives. While they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. Who's a darning? Let it not be the outward adorning of the plaiting of the ha- plaiting of the hair and the wearing of gold. Now, see, I used to could really preach that, <laughs> or uh, yeah. or a putting on of apparel, but but here, but let it be the hidden man yeah. Yeah. of the heart. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: See the hidden man. See God desired truth yeah. in the inward part. Yeah. The hidden man. Yeah. Yeah. And he tells you here what it is, in that which is, is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit. So that hidden man, if you don't know, believe what God's saying here, is your spirit, a, a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God. Notice where your spirit's at. It's in the sight of God mm-hmm. is a great price. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, so eat your outward man, see, most of us try to live by what? Our outward man. Mm-hmm. That's what we, we try to live by because we, we, we... So God makes it real to us. We don't really even know we have an inward man. We hear that. We've been taught that. We have a soul. Some people say we have a spirit. But but we, we really don't, a lot of times, understand that. So, so like Paul said, the outward man perishes, but the inward man is renewed day by day. day, by day. Mm-hmm. So, so And we see the outward man literally perishing. He's literally grown old, getting uh-huh. older, uh-huh. Can't, can't stop it. We try to stop it, reverse it, do whatever to it. And we just watch the outward man... Grow up But inwardly, that inward man, see when Jesus come to Nicodemus, and we, we know this, he said, you must be born again. So you wasn't your outward man. No. See, see, you know God in your spirit. So God dwells where at? We say in our hearts. Well I can't see my heart. I don't, I don't see it with the physical eye, but see, out of our heart flows the issues of life. Yeah. See, he, and the issues of life is Him. And that flows out of the inner man. So God has to make our inner man uh, make us aware that we have an inner man. And that inward man is in contact with Paul with God. It's right. He that is joined to the Lord one body. is one spirit, right? Yeah. So, so in, in, in there, uh, and there, uh, and get a hold of what Paul is talking about there when he says he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Yeah. He's talking about in the natural that when you join your body to someone or to a, you know, he says, I think of one place a harlot, then you're one uh-huh. with yeah. what you join yourself uh-huh. to. Right. So, so in the natural, you're married. In the natural, when you become married, you become one with your husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Husband and wife because you're joined to them. You're joined. Now, by the Spirit, your Spirit is joined together, quickened, Paul writes to the Ephesians that you're quickened together with Christ. Uh By grace you are saved. Uh So he quickened your inner man. That's right. And he made him alive to Christ. But the issue is, we still think we're in the old man.
1: Yeah, we
0: do. That's the issue. Yeah. Because it was the inner man he saved.
1: Come on, right.
0: You, you know, Nicodemus said, Can I enter the second time into my mother's womb? Because in Nicodemus' mind, he was looking at the outward man. Uh That's where most of us still are looking at, the outward man. And so we're trying to have all this contact with God, when, in fact you're joined to Him. But you're joined inwardly.
1: Right,
0: come on, try that. It's on the inside. Mm -hmm. So it's happened... In you. And this is what God is wanting to show you. He's wanting to make you aware of your union and relationship with Him in your inward man. That's what He's wanting to do. Make you aware of it. Because when we become aware of Him in our inward man, then we can put off the outward man. We can put the outward man under our feet when we become aware of Christ in the inward man.
1: Because
0: we'll, we'll we'll turn, I believe this in my whole heart, we'll turn from living to this outward man and turn to living in the inward man which is Christ in you. So we'll turn from that old man to the new man. We'll turn from the nature of Adam to the glorious nature of Christ. See, he's already done that. He already you know he says he says he's done it. Well if he did it, it's done. But what he's done has to be made real in you.
1: That's right.
0: And that's and that's what we have to see is what he has done. That's right. Flip over to Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. says, let's see, and you, verse 1, just to start at verse 1, didn't know where to start, so we'll just start at the beginning, and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. If you notice that, hath he quickened was italicized there. Mm -hmm. Does anybody know what that means when it's italicized? There you go. It was that. It was added sometimes to try to make it make sense, but you could read it. And you who were dead in trespasses and sins. So you were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience among whom also we had our conversation in time past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as others, but God, but God, this is a beautiful thing, but God, who is rich in mercy for His great love wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. And if I take and look this word up together, it's powerful. So it it may be a whole lot more powerful than what we really get a hold of. It is to reanimate conjointly. So we were co-joined with Christ, is what he's saying. You are quickened with him. So when Jesus was quickened from the dead, you know, when he had died, when he died and was buried and he was quickened, that was your quickening. You're quickened together with him. And Paul, Paul writes here, By grace you have been saved. And I I saw that a few years ago and I went, my Lord, what grace? (laughs) By grace you have been saved. And notice the next thing he says, and have raised us up together, made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Uh Now a lot of people teach on the grace of God just of what God did for your sins. And that's true. That's true in the grace of God. But also in the grace of God, He is quickened, raised, and seated. By grace you have been saved. The Apostle Paul writes to the Romans that you are saved by His life. That word saved is delivered. I'm delivered from the old man by the new life that's in me. He what delivers me out of the old man is, is the new life. Yes. But see, it's becoming aware of the new. Because most of my awareness isn't of the new, it's still trying, I'm still out here fighting and trying to get rid of what God has done.
1: Yeah.
0: I really am. I spend a lot of my struggle, how many's ever struggled mm-hmm. yeah. with themselves?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Besides yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Everybody in here has. Mm-hmm. Because I don't understand what God did. I don't understand the full working of the cross. I ain't telling you I do this morning. But that cross is so powerful that it releases me from the hold of Adam. It totally releases me. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm quick and totally in another man. That's yeah, why it was yeah. brand new. When I got born again, everyone that had a born again experience with God, they walked up and said it's brand new. Everything I ever did is gone. And that was the truth. The problem was, then you sat down in religion, most of us, and never learned any more of the truth besides what you had realized by the Spirit of God. You have been birthed in a new land. Yeah. Brand new, never been. Just like when the children of Israel crossed over the Jordan and they come into that land, they had never been that way before. Yeah. Yeah. Glory to God. So I come to a new way. I come to a new man. I've never been that way before. See, that man that I come to is the Lord Himself. A new man who is the Lord Himself. See, 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 I, I hear, and, and, and please forgive me if I if I step on any toes, and just forgive me. But I hear a lot of teaching wanting to teach day, take me back to what Adam was. And I say, why? I want to know what Christ is, not what Adam was. I'm in what Christ is. I'm not going back to what Adam was. I've come to a greater than Adam. I've come to a greater man than Adam ever was. See, I've come to the purpose of Adam. Adam was made for a purpose, and he was made for the purpose of God dwelling in him. That was his purpose from the beginning. That's what God saw when He made him. He saw that down through time, He was going to not just come to him in the cool of the day, but dwell in him. Amen. By God, see, see, see. We get we we believers walk. Sometimes like like we we go back and we look at at Abraham for example. Come on. Just just take him for an example for a minute. Abraham, God would come and leave Abraham. Do you realize that he'd come and leave? Yeah, He'd come and appear. And then when God comes to Moses, he he told Moses, he said, that he had appeared unto Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as the El Shaddai, or the Almighty God. But he said, they never knew me by my name Jehovah. But if you go back and study your Bible, you'll actually see Abraham, I believe you'll see all three of them, call him Jehovah. So, so you go back and you say, huh. See, 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 atheists will use this quite honestly. And say, see, the Bible's wrong. No, they never knew him by the name Jehovah. It didn't mean they didn't know his name was Jehovah. They didn't know him by the name Jehovah. They never, that's it. Sister just said it. They didn't experience the name of Jehovah. What What happened when He comes as
1: Jehovah? Glory to God. He didn't leave. That's right.
0: See, he didn't, he, when He, he come as Jehovah, He said, I have come down to bring them out and to take them up into the land of Canaan. So He come and dwelt in their midst. So when he come to Israel in the name of Jehovah, he was going to be a God in their midst. He was no longer going to be a God that was going to come and go, but he was now going to be a God with them. Yeah And, see, that's, that's what we, we have to see this sometimes. We have to hear this by the Spirit of God. And see, the Spirit of God's always right. I'm always wrong, and he's always right. That's the beauty of God. He's always right. right. And, I, and I usually find myself falling down and saying, Lord, I don't really know. God. I'm really pretty ignorant. Anna. Just because we are. We don't know until He shows us.
1: That's
0: right. Amen. Anything. That's right. That's right Nothing. That's right. And so, so He, he, he unveils it. He makes it known. And He makes it known in the person of Jesus Christ. So we come to the Lord Jesus and we get born again and we don't know a whole lot. About all we know is I used to be a sinner, now I'm not. <laughs> I used to do this and now I don't. And, that, and that's alright, that's what we know. So it's great to say, and, 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 and you, really the testimony of a newborn baby in Christ is pretty good when Jesus comes out of my heart. Yeah. That's usually testimony. Jesus is in me. Right. Then they get schooled in fault, fall. That is somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 right from the get-go, they, they have something right. Like, he's 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 now in me. He's in my heart. Mm-hmm. He's in my heart. You he just don't understand how big that is. That's right. right. Yeah. See, see, we don't think that's that big a deal. Yeah. Jesus is in your heart. That's a that's a really big deal. Yeah. Because the hidden man of the heart was where God desired to know knowledge. Woo. Glory. So now that he gets in the hidden man of your heart. You're on your way. Glory you, God. You've come to the new place. You've come to the new man. It's just you don't know it. You, now, where you've come, he's got to reveal. He's got to make known Christ in you. Glory to so, God. So we, we, we start as two more mates in Christ, or Christ in us. And, and I don't know if the journey isn't to get us in Him. That's it. That's it. Because we still live like we're not in Him. That's right. That's right. Most of us in here today live like we're not in Him. We read, He's in me and I'm in Him. I can quote it, mm-hmm. but am I conscious of it?
1: I uh-huh. see right
0: there. See, what am I conscious of my consciousness is usually on the outward shell. Right,
1: right. You're right.
0: Yeah. That's usually where my consciousness is at, no. is not on the inward Christ, but the outward shell.
1: Mm-hmm. It.
0: And the inward Christ is the key. It. Right,
1: yes. Yeah.
0: Being filled up with Him. Yes. And where's He going to fill me up at? He's going to fill me up in my mind, in my soul. See, one, one, one word for soul, I ain't telling you this is all the word, but one in the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament, soul means being. Or state of being. Amen. So, so our state of being is what we know. How many know that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My state of being is what I know. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's all it is. That's it. If I don't know much of Jesus, then my state of being is not going to be much of Jesus.
1: That's right.
0: Because I don't know much of him. So I'm going to manifest what I know. That's That's right. Right.
1: That's
0: it. That's in, in, in the natural marriage, that out. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can take a plumber. Didn't I hear a plumber? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry say so you're a plumber, aren't you, brother? But I, I held out. <laughs> and so you take a plumber. And a plumber knows by practice, doesn't he? Now you take me who's not a plumber. I know a little bit about it because I have to, because I I have a house. And I've had to be a plumber before. And and probably what he could do in five minutes, I did in three hours before. Because I'm not experienced in it. Right. I don't know it. Right. And see, see, that's that's the rea- that's the truth in Christ. We we're not experienced in it. Now, now I want to show you something over in Colossians and we're going to flip back to Ephesians, but turn over to Colossians 3. And I and I, I looked at this one day and I just went, wow. I've read this probably a thousand times. Apostle writes, Set, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections. you know what this word set your affections means? This brother was talking about it before. It means to exercise the mind. Now, that's, that's what it means. According to the Strong's definition, if the, Strong, if the Strong's is right, that means to exercise the mind, entertain, have a sentiment or opinion. To be mentally disposed. So what Paul is saying when he says set your affections, he's saying set your mind, your thoughts, on things above not on things of the earth right. and see most of us set our thought what what we set most of our thought on the earth, the earth. Yeah. most of most of the time we're, 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 even when we're praying That's right. how are we praying and, I, and I'm not. I'm not against. Yes, I pray about things on earth, so I'm not telling you not to do that. I do that myself. So, 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 just bear this in mind. But most of our, most of my prayer language early on in the Lord, even after I was filled with the Spirit and spake in tongues, I still have most of my prayer language was according to things on the earth. Yeah. You know, say mommy, say daddy, and those are fine. Don't get me wrong. I need help here. I need help there. And again, I I, I want to communicate this the best I can because I'm telling I'm not telling you we're doing that. Not at all. But what I'm doing, what I'm saying is broadening. That's why I'm trying to say broadening. So so one one of the teachings is out there. I, I probably go in some some depth on it on heaven. Is is when Solomon had when the house was dedicated to the house, he he said, when they shall turn toward heaven, speaking of that temple, that you will kill their land. Mm -hmm. So when they would turn toward heaven. Mm -hmm. So when I turn toward heaven, how do I turn toward heaven? The heavenly man. So remember how we started here this morning of, of John and Paul seeing a heavenly vision. Well, if I'm born of spirit, guess what? That's heavenly. That's a heavenly man. See, see, I say this a lot now. What's greater, God or heaven? Because people, people being coached in, I want to make heaven my home. That's been a in in the church world. That's a common saying. Is is I want to make heaven my home. Okay, but but what I want to communicate is you're born you're born from above. Yeah, well, if I'm born from above, what's above? Heaven. Right. What's below earth? Mm-hmm. So the first birth you knew was earth. Right? So you only knew, just like Paul says in 1 Corinthians 2, you only knew the things of man right. because you're bound up in that man. That's right. what you're bound up, and you only going the earth. That's right. right. That's right. But yeah. so right. when you were born again, you were born from heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so the first part of turning my heart toward heaven is, is what Jesus said when you pray, say, Our Father. Because now you're acknowledging your origin is out of God and not out of the earth man. Yes. My God, so you've turned your mind and you're saying, God, you're my Father, you have birthed me. Yes. That's a heavenly understanding. That's not natural, that's spiritual. That's
1: right. Amen.
0: See, I am birthed of God. So now you're yes. agreeing with God. God, I'm going to agree with you. You, how have you been born again in here? Has everybody been born again in here? Well, you were born out of God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Not out. You weren't born again from Adam. You were born again from the seed of man. You were born from the living Word of God. See, see, open my eyes to the things of heaven. Yes. Open them, Lord. Open, them. open my heart, my mind, yes. my soul, my inner man to what yes. you have done. Yes. Yes. And make me walk in it. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. So our we turn in heaven. Hallowed, hallowed be thy name. So then you realize, hallowed is his name. His name is glorious. We sang about it this morning. The name of Jesus. No name ready. So hallowed be thy name. Uh Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. So so now we're coming to his kingdom and his will, not the kingdom of the world, not the, the, just like Israel going over and they had to get rid of all the kingdoms of the earth, didn't they? They had to cross into the land and get rid of all the ice we get rid of Canaanites yes, all over yes, because yes, that's the kingdoms of the earth. Yes. What we begin to walk in is His will and His kingdom. Yes, 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 yes. We're moving from ours. We, we read it in the Word, but we don't know that that we were in the kingdom of darkness. But God has translated us from the kingdom of darkness into. The kingdom of his dear son. But I'm not aware of that. Yeah. So so I so I, I see Christians Come on. All, all the time just kind of sitting sitting in their in, in, in there in a mentality that someday it's going to get better. Right. Well when I know him it gets better. When I live in him it gets better. That's the someday I'm looking for is he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. You know, when I turn to him that dwells in me. Come on. Someday it's better right now. Right. Yes. Right now. Because his life begins to flow. Yes. And I, and I see Christians just want, wanting to wait and make heaven, just like the, they, they say, I can't wait to make heaven my home because they think that's what... God purposed them for it is to struggle down here on earth and someday make it to heaven and everything get better. That's really what they believe. That's right. yeah, it is. But God said, I will be done. Thy kingdom come in the earth as it is in heaven. How it's coming is in the church with Jesus' body, the fullness of Him that fills all in all. But the church has to see who they are.
1: Right. Yes.
0: That I'm the body of the Lord. Yes, we are. I'm not a sinner saved by grace. I'm the body of the Lord. Yes, I was darkness, but now I have been transferred out of darkness through the work of Christ into light. So I agree with God. I'm I'm, I'm white, Lord, because you're white. Right. I'm white, Lord, because you're white. I'm as you are because you're my life. So now as you are, let me live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's your that's, that's goal. That, that was Paul's goal that I might comprehend what Christ apprehended for me. You know that was Paul's goal that I pressed toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That, that, everywhere he went, that was his goal. Because he saw the prize was I could win Christ. Mm-hmm. And he saw that as the glorious nature of God dwelling in him. Right. That the earth has no hold on that glorious nature. Yeah. Come
1: on. And
0: that glorious nature conforms the earth to it. It transforms. Come on. See, see, see I, I said this recently, and it just made this kind of blurred image out of me. A lot of times we get in a situation and, and and we want to pray, God, get me out of the situation, and you may be in the situation to transform it. Right.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: You ever thought about that? Yeah. You may be the right there. That's right. And transform it. Amen. Amen. The situation transform it. When we we, we, we are his body. His. Foxes have holes. The birds there have nests. Son of man have nowhere to lay his head. Now he's made himself a body and put himself, his head, amen, on us. He's the head of us. He's a, but we're his body or transportation That's right. yeah. in the earth. He's in union with us. That's right. Yeah. So where you go, Jesus goes. That's
1: right.
0: Everywhere you go, He goes. That's right. He's there. Right. Whether we realize it or not, He's there. Pray, don't Paul. One, bless my grace. It's sufficient for you, Paul. Yeah. Whatever Paul was telling Paul, Jesus was saying, "My grace is sufficient." is beyond your problem, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. I, I don't know if we, we really understand the grace of God. I know I don't fully understand it. But but he 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 now is in us that by the church, one of my, my things that just keeps speaking to me, that by the church the manifold wisdom of God will be made known mm-hmm. to the world. Right. By whom? The... the church. By the church. So so what does God want to do? He wants to make His manifold wisdom known to you. So what you have to agree with God is, God wants me to know. He doesn't want you in the dark. So now He's brought you to Himself to know Uh the deep things of God. Why does He want you to know the deep things of God? So that you will transform everything around you. See, see, too long, and we'll, like I said, we'll pick this up tonight, too long the church has, has been in this mind that we come to these buildings and we give a live to little bit Jesus. You're right. Sunday morning, Sunday night, yep. Wednesday night, whenever we have prayers. And all this is good. I'm not against that. I, I preach. I preach almost every week somewhere, either in our local fellowship. I do most of the preaching and teaching in our local fellowship. Or, or I'm out like I am here. Usually usually I get out once a month, sometimes more. But that's kind of how... And when I'm in the local fellowship, I'm usually the one preaching and teaching. So I, I do about every week. So I'm not against that. I see some ministers come up and they're against that now. Well, I'm not against that. I believe in it 100%. And I'll say this. You should gather. Come on. You should gather. You should want to gather. You should be together. You should... Because you strengthen one another. But here's where, where I think it kind of broke down. See, the gathering parts I agree with 100%. But here, mentality came on us that Sister Carol was Moses. Uh-huh. Amen. She hears from God, and you don't. And see, that ain't the way this works in the New Covenant. Because no. he's known from the least to the greatest. And now he works through his body. So, so I, I, I've said this many times. A, a certain sister, you know, someone gets sick. And I'm not moved at all to go pray for them. Now, now if I am, I want to go pray for them. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes I'm not moved. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I've said out loud, if you're, if you're happy and burdened in your heart to pray for somebody, then you, you need to pray for them. Go pray for them. Try. Go out and do the work of ministry.
1: That's right.
0: See, your work is not to sin. And here, Sister Carol that Now again, I want to be careful here because I believe in you gathering, so I don't want to be you to misunderstand me. That's right. But you but out of what you're gathering of the Lord, your work is to distribute it. Yeah. That's
1: right.
0: So what you receive you are to distribute out. That's right. You know, you, see, see, that worked in principle early on. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Early on in, in many of our circles, we would fill houses up, buildings up. Why would we fill buildings up? Because we go tell, them, Jesus saved me, Jesus loved me, Jesus died for me. And just out of sharing a little bit, so, and say, hey, will you come, you know, today we know the church ain't a building, but, but and we know the assembly of the Lord is His body, but will you come, come on. and be a part? Will you come listen? Will you come search it out? Will you hear this? But we, we put rubber to the road. <laughs> now we got in, a, a, in deep lab teaching a lot of us, and we forgot that we need to put rubber to the road. Right. Yeah. See, because that principle still works. Right. I go tell somebody about Jesus, he still saves them. Mm-hmm. Sister Carol was saying, if the life comes out of you, everywhere the life goes, what will happen? Water. Is the water life, there be life, right? When it goes out, it's going to transform and make life. So if I begin to take Jesus in my home, I believe Him to transform my home. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so recently we, we had a little Bible study in our house at, on Sunday nights. Usually, that's what we do at home. And my son Andrew, he, he's known the Lord, but he's he's in and out. So he come to me, at one day after having Bible study, he said, "Dad, will you take me and baptize me?" And I said, "Sure, son." And he said, "I mean, right now." And well, I said, "Well, son, can we wait till tomorrow?" <laughs> and he said, "No, Dad." Because we were leaving. My wife and I were leaving. He says, no, I want right now. I said, okay. Now, he... You, you know, I'm believing God's going to transform his life, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm, so now, you know, I'm sharing God with him. But well, his life's starting to be transformed. Is it, is it where I want to see it? No. But it's probably okay with the Lord probably ain't okay with me, but it's probably okay with the Lord. I've had to get over some things, right, Sister Carol? Because of what's okay with the Lord may not be okay with me, but God may have to change my mind. But anyway, so, so, so you remember my son Andrew, well, my son Alvin sent me a text one night, and he says, do you think Brother Stanley would care if me and my wife and baby wouldn't spend a night with him? Because I want her and my wife to have the kind of memories with Brother Stanley I've had. I said, I think he would love it. Mm-hmm. And he says, Dad, I'm going to get my base, I'm going to get my pick and base and start coming to the fellowship and being a part. Now, he hasn't done that yet. But there's a working of God beginning to work in their lives because of sharing the Lord. Right. Right. And see, see, you share the Lord. And, and, and that word in here this morning was real. I mean, it was for... This people that in your homes, you're looking, you know, a lot of times we, we want our kids not to embarrass us, and unfortunately they do. Right. You, you know, but but the truth is we embarrass our dads and moms too. In the natural. Right. Right. But see, but see, the working of God has to work. And has to begin to transform and liberate them from the old man just like it did in us when we when we come to Christ. And many of us probably still struggle with things, but when we come to Christ, we didn't walk out here totally delivered and liberated from everything in the world, did we? No, 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 we didn't. So, so probably our kids won't either. No. So they'll probably go through issues and stuff and things, but, but the mind is to begin to implant the Word in them and believe God in His Word that He's going to do exactly what He said. He's going, wherever the water of life goes, it's going to bring life. So if I begin to communicate water of life with people, then what's God going to do? He's got to produce what He said. Right? He's got to produce life because His Word is life. So you're the vessel that He's going to
1: use.
0: So you're the vessel to change a community. A whole community can be changed from us. So well, I, I, I don't, well, I'm just following the spirit of the Lord. Yeah. A, a brother would share with me how someone moved in, a, a minister moved in from Africa, into an area in L.A. that was just gang-ridden, outside of L.A. somewhere, somewhere in California. Maybe I'm not got the right city, but a gang-ridden city. Mm-hmm. And he come in there with a different mindset that, that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is here. Right. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Right. So he didn't come in there with a mindset, I'm afraid of all the gang members. He'd come in there with a mindset, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, not right. just this earth, but out of this earth, that it'll transform that that's outside. Right. And the story I was told is that whole community began to be transformed in changed
1: right. by that minister,
0: by by, yeah. by the Lord, but by that minister standing and walking in the truth that's in Christ, a transformation begin to happen in the earth. And see, God's people are going to have to wake up and realize that the transformation we want to see is going to happen when we begin to stand and agree with the Lord. Like like I said, Father, we're, we're out of You. We're out of heaven. We're from You. That's right. And how heaven's going to invade the earth is is through yes. the heavenly yes. being that is the church, that is His body. Now, now it's going to begin to invade the earth. I believe it. And transform it. They try. Nothing too powerful for the Lord. They try. And that back- mentality has to take hold of us. Uh, another brother spoke to me about people from Africa and, and how missionaries want to go to Africa. another brother said, the funny thing is that he said a lot of African people believe Christ is in them. They believe this word that Christ is in it. He said what's going to happen is they're going to come here and preach to Americans. Yes, because Americans don't believe the gospel, right. see, 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 all power—you can preach on that all day—and we'll go further down this tonight. But all power is given to Him in heaven and earth. So, so, what does He have? What does He have? Everything. What What do you have need of that Jesus can't supply? Nothing. So there is an accessing the kingdom of God that that we are... You know, the kingdom of God is righteous, peace, and joy, in the Holy Ghost. How many is in the Holy Ghost? Amen. Amen. So the kingdom of God is within you, and glory to God, what can flow out of you is what's in you. As the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh Well, the abundance of my heart is the kingdom of God. Man, that's what's going to flow out of me. And the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God righteousness, peace, and joy. So I'm going to create in in the areas I go, righteousness, peace, and joy, because it's going to flow up out of my spirit. His spirit's going to bear witness like Paul said with my spirit. And it's not just going to bear witness. It's going to flow out. Yeah, that's right. Amen. That's, that's what he wants. That's right. Yeah. He doesn't want to, you just realize he's in you. He wants to flow out of you. That's the, you know, we we've realized a lot of us have sat and realized he's in me. And we've taught for years he's in me. But now we realize that He wants to move out. Yeah. Out of your bellies. See, He wanted proof in the innermost being. Right. But then Jesus says, Out of your bellies, out of your inner being, shall flow... Not not a trickle of water. Rivers. Of living water. Of living water. So this truth is what sets us free. It is. It's true. Truth shall make you free. We quote the scripture, right? Not. But, and I'll stop with this. We quote the scripture, the truth shall make you free, but a lot of times we go out and sit amongst our friends. We don't really want to tell them what we believe. Right. Right. I'll say, when we tell them what we believe. they're not
1: Probably
0: not like it as much, right? And I, I ain't telling you to do it without wisdom. Try, right. try.
1: Right.
0: I ain't telling you to give them a whole steak, mm-hmm. but when we get amongst our friends, family, we break the bread. What's, what, what does break the bread signify? You're given a morsel mm-hmm. of bread. So you begin to feed them a little bit of time. It's like like a brother wrote to me recently, and I don't know where all you are at, but I'll share this and forgive me again if I say something wrong. He uh, wrote me and he and he wanted me to answer him in a question, uh, uh, you know, in a, in a message on messenger, and I said, give me a call. <laughs> <I can die. laughs> you, you want me to answer something that I don't have to write uh, a book. <laughs> It didn't work this way, so you called me. well, he call me, well, what he got to do was, was he said, well, you know, he read something I said or listened to something I preached, whatever it was, and he said, well, why am I, you know, they're debating the rapture. My advice, what I was telling him, don't talk to him about the rapture, give him the truth. Right. Yeah. Leave it alone. That's right. Yeah. I used to do that all the time. I was going to tell everybody what I believed about the rapture. But I come to a place that, that maybe wisdom, maybe it's not wise, you know when it is when the Lord deals with you to give it, give it, but sometimes you just need to lead them into into the what? Just lead them down the road. Just take them down the road. And once, once they start eating the living Word, Word you can begin to give them a little more. See, I I don't know if we understand how to distribute the Word. See, Peter talked about coming to the sincere milk of the Word. word. So there's a people that need the milk of the Word because they can't eat the depths of the Word, but we have to be the ones that give it to them. That's right. And so the wisdom of the Lord is very important. You know, wisdom is being skillful in, in the understanding of the Lord. So it's very important that we learn to be skillful, that we learn to share truth. And out of the truth that, that that word we share is salted, so they'll want more of it.
1: Right. Like thirsty.
0: But we've got to share it. Yeah. Right. Help me See we we that that's what my I've got to do. I've got to share with people. I, 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 I told you to shut up and, and uh, give you more tonight. But I was with the guy for, for about a week, three or four days in Atlanta. I really want to share with him. I mean, I mean, naturally, I probably say he's a heathen. It's Amen. Okay? It's but inside, I really want to share with him. Mm-hmm. And the last day, I decided, well, I'm going to make this happen one way or the other. It's <laughs> So at some point we're sitting down talking, and I just take out a piece of paper, and I draw three circles, and I start talking about spirit, soul, and body.
1: Uh
0: And as we begin to talk, he says uh, to me, he's got a new girlfriend, and he says, you you know, he he picks up his phone, and he says, uh, I was with her at this service uh, a few weeks ago, or a week ago or two weeks ago, and so he was showing me a picture of what what looked like a Holy Ghost-filled service. So, so, you're talking about timing. I don't know what he did with it, but we went through all kinds of things. He wanted to talk after we got talking. and But, he got a lot of questions. Simple questions. Sometimes it's hard for me to get into simple questions, but the Lord's bringing me back to where I can get into simple questions, where I can have a simple conversation. Thank God he's doing that, because now I can begin to talk to all sorts of people. Right. So I began to talk to him and he, he wanted to know, if Jesus is Jesus the only way? I said, absolutely. Right. He, he said, what, what about the good Muslims? I said, I'm not. I don't hate Muslims. I said, I used to uh, manage you know, a whole team of Muslims. I, I, I was a self-manager and some of the people who worked for me were Muslims. Most, probably most of them. Muslims. Uh, what was the other? They were. They were the Chinese uh, religion, Buddhist. Buddhist. And so I was around both of them. For quite some time and, and some of the people I was around were, were really nice people. They were really mixed up, but they were really nice people. Right. So I said, No, I ain't against Muslims. I said I said, God ain't really against Muslims either. He just wants truth. Right. I said, no, the, the reality is Jesus what Jesus said, Carl had to be the truth. Or then Jesus isn't true. Right. So Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the lie. No man cometh to, to the Father but by me. So I said, from that, Carl, there cannot be another way. If there's another way, then, then Jesus wasn't true. And I said, I said, and I believe wholeheartedly He is true. No. So, so while I told him I wasn't mad at Muslims, I, I also didn't compromise with religion. See, no. see, there's a lot of people who want to compromise. Well, no, 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 you don't compromise the truth. Right. It's just how you present the truth. And he, and he, he finally says something like, I, I like how you're saying this. And, it, and, and my prayer for him is not just to like it, but to get a hold of the Lord. And know the Lord. And I begin to share with him a little bit more. You know, we talked for probably an hour, hour and a half about the Lord. And I, I wanted to do that all week. I probably could have done that on Monday. Mm-hmm. But I waited to Wednesday. Right. Sometimes it's just opening your mouth. And letting the Lord, and, and then let the Lord guide the conversation. Let Him speak through you. Anyway, Amen. this morning if you would just stand with me and I'm going to turn back over service to Sister Carol. And we'll get into more of this tonight.